0: Hey, welcome to Sports Fellowship with Fox and Frank. This is season number 3, episode number 45. So, when Michael Jordan first came back to the NBA after leaving to play ba- to play baseball, his jersey number was 45. So, we're going to call this the Michael Jordan episode.
1: No. 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 Right. No. I got one that applies to both of us. Okay. The Tucker McGraw episode.
0: Okay. Yeah, I like that.
1: Timmy. Timmy. Tim Timmy's father. No, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Tim McGraw's father.
0: Somewhat strained relationship until the end of Tug's life. But yes, James Dutton. James Dutton. Okay. Anyway, um, I'm only on season two, Hook. Well, this is 1883. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're way off. Yeah, uh, I'm only. I am uh, at your request. I am in the middle of season number two.
2: I mean, it's I. I requested that like three years ago.
0: No, you requested it like six months ago. Mm, I don't think so.
1: Yes, you did.
2: Anyway,
0: so welcome to this episode of Sports Fellowship with Fox and Frank. I'm Dan Fox.
1: Oh, I'm Frank Knight.
0: Hey, Frank, how are you? Abundantly blessed. That's great. Did you have a good week?
1: Yeah, real good. Good. So far.
0: All right. With us is the ever effervescent and forever interesting. He is basically a doctor. He is the People's Podcaster, the Voice of Reason, and if there's any other nicknames I can't recall, uh, Jason, a.k.a. Hookie Mahorsky is with us.
2: Back to defend Rich's honor. What? After <laughs> last week's episode, when Rich was dragged through the mud. Yep.
0: Who dragged Rich through the mud? Daniel
2: Fox did. I did? Yes. How did I drag Rich through the mud last year? You kept talking about the quarterbacks and saying they were a little rich as a criticism.
1: Oh, okay. And that was pretty mean to Rich. You know what this means, Dan? Hookie listens to the podcast. Well, I do appreciate that you... Because
2: Rich was crying about it at Saturday Club.
0: Rich, you were complaining about us to Hookie at Saturday Club?
2: During the movie
0: rich you know if you have a problem with a brother you're supposed to go to that brother that's right not supposed to talk to hooky about us
2: well let's talk about it right now <laughs> Just would you like me to take that I knife out of your back Dan about the internet okay <laughs> what? what would you
1: like me to take that knife out of your back Yeah, I know I
0: mean it's lodged pretty far in there um, so, little roadmap for where we're going tonight.
2: Uh-oh. This we, is more boring than the soccer report.
0: Oh, um, I enjoy the soccer report. What about it? Anyway, so a little roadmap for where we're going tonight. Reading. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the Major League Baseball All Star
2: Game. When was that? It was Tuesday night. It, it, there's a home run derby too, though, right? Oh, that was Monday night. Yeah, that we're was gonna, a good time. We're gonna talk about them. Did you watch that one? I did not. No. I think a bunch of people had home runs at that, Dan. <laughs>
0: they did. A bunch of people had the ball lobbed over the plate, and they t- uh, smacked the ball over the fence.
2: Yeah. So, Dan, do you think you, you, you could hit one out in, in in a home run dirt
1: derby scenario? I do not. By the way, like not if, if Kyle Schwarber so much. Schwarber? He had the distinct Swinny, uh, Schwammy, pleasure of losing Samsonite. to one Albert 43-year-old Pujols. Pujols.
0: Well, you know, I don't think there's any... Um, any shame in uh, getting defeated in a home run contest by, someone by a player, on steroids? By a player that hit, has hit over 600 and home runs years in his career. And could so, lie. anyway, um, so we're going to talk about the All Star festivities in Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball gets going again uh, tonight, well, who? mostly t- tomorrow. Wow, the Yankees lost their doubleheader, oh. both ends.
2: Who was who the MVP of the All Star game?
0: Uh, that B- would be O-O-H-O. Uh, O-O-H-O. Here yeah. Come the Judge. Nope. No. No? No? Giancarlo oh, no. Stanton. Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. Stanton. And which team does he play for? He is the overpaid uh, outfielder for the Yankees. Yes, mm. checking.
1: Just checking. Hit the <laughs> ball country mile. Say that. When he
0: gets a hold of it, he does smack and it. And he got a hold hardcore.
1: of it Tuesday night.
0: So um, then we're going to talk about uh, training camps and we're going what to. What are they training for? Training camp in the NFL. Oh, just the NFL. Uh, two of them opened up this week, and then the rest of them will open up this coming week on the 26th. Today being the 22nd. What so about th- hockey training camps? Hockey training camps will take place uh, in mid in the late in late September t- through the middle of October. You blink a lot
2: during that. I'm blinking a lot. Uh, I was, Does that indicate something? Like a, that's like something? a tell. It's like at the time he's not being truthful,
0: <laughs> or maybe I was thinking and concentrating. Wow, um, yeah. So that's when or maybe you just NHL off. training camp takes place. you are smoking. <laughs> I'm starting to feel a little uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so <clears throat> then we're gonna reflect back on the U- on the Open Championship, uh, the what golf tournament, is, oh, golf? golf tournament, the Open Championship that that took place last weekend. Uh, we just want to put a bow on that. We talked about our expectations halfway through the
2: tournament. Is is, is there a closed championship? Is there a
1: close champ- yeah, closed, closed championship? Yeah, open championship, closed championship. Oh, okay. Um, We're British. not allowed to call it the British Open anymore. No,
0: it's, it, it used to be called the British Open. Now it's called the Open Championship. It's still the British Open to me.
2: So people don't like the, the uh, British? Is that
0: Well, I guess you would say the Masters would be a, a, a closed championship because the only way to get into the Masters is to uh, be invited
2: but how comes people hate the Brits? Nobody hates the. Then Brits. how comes you can't call it the British Open?
0: Because this was the first major it's, tournament. It's cancel culture, isn't this it? This is the first major tournament in the history of golf, and they played at St Andrews, in, um, which is. I
2: thought that was in Georgia.
0: No, that the Masters is in Georgia, <sighs> at in, at, in, at Augusta National.
2: Yeah, I, I thought that was in Florida, Augusta,
0: no. St Augusta. No, there is a there is a an, an Augusta, Florida, Saint Augustine, Saint Augustine, yeah, yes, you're right, Saint Augustine. That's what I was thinking. Uh, but Augusta National is a golf is a golf uh, course in Georgia, hmm. where they play the Masters. But St Andrews is, by most people's accounts, the home of golf. It's kinda sorta where golf started, and so it's a very uh, traditional um, and um, a very important golf course, and that's where they played the, the Open Championship. So that's in England? It, it, I believe it's in Scotland.
2: Oh, so they have kilts?
1: It's in Scotland.
0: There are people in kilts there, yes.
1: Oh, I see uh, Mark Dockendorf
0: there someday. <laughs> Mark Dockendorf would be right at home there.
1: Okay.
0: We love Mark Dockendorf. He does a lot of great things. Absolutely. So, Yeah. Okay, so we're <laughs> done with that line Continuing the roadmap. So then we're going to talk about N- N- NFL training camps.
2: I thought we were talking about that before, and the golf. We can do that, too. Well, you uh, already said training camps. So and then I believe we like have slice? some
0: pretty interesting emails coming our way. Oh, my mm. God. Uh, so you know, like 400 of them, basically. We're, we're going to uh, discuss some of them. So that's where we're going and what we're going to be dealing with okay. here tonight. That's uh, not all we're going to be you. dealing with. Well, I'm sure stuff will just come up out of nowhere. Um, so, yeah, uh, Rich, thanks for being here, and thanks for ditching my brother and not going to eat at his house. Wow! And uh, being here and to uh, push wow. the right buttons and yeah. stuff. Probably, I wasn't, invited, we're, we're to his his I right, wasn't invited to his house. going head over there. I wasn't to his house.
1: I live right around the corner.
0: I, I, I I'm very rarely and invited to his brother. house. brother, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know,
1: he's hardly ever home. Well, he, he's home more than you'd think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, be that as it may. So, <clears throat> charging, into the, charging into the Major League All-Star break. Uh, Monday night was the Home Run Derby. Yeah. Frank, what would you think of the
1: Home Run Derby? I think it was fixed.
0: Fixed in yeah, what Alonso way?
1: Alonzo didn't win, so it must be fixed. I, I didn't know it was broken. Fixed. As you in, know what I mean.
0: As in predetermined outcome. Correct. Oh. It was not. He's just crying sour grapes. Yeah, it's fixed. His guy won two years in a row. The uh, Pete Alonzo of the Mets won the Home Run Derby two years in a row. The, I
1: guess he's an outfielder for the uh, Seattle Mariners. J-Rod knocked off My uh, Boy, he had a day. <laughs> Can't you get Ken Griffey out a J. J-Rod? Because you said outfielder for the Mariners. Okay. Uh, so anyway.
0: He is compared... Uh, Often, too, Ken Griffey I wasn't
1: Jr. real familiar with him, uh, heard of him, but he uh, sure lit it up in the first two rounds. Yeah, he 32, well. 32 home runs, I think, in each round. Yeah. And beat Alonzo. And then eventually, of course, Soto won the contest. Won Soto. The big, the big controversy there. sad, old, roided
0: Albert um, Pujols. Albert Pujols did not take steroids, so... I'm t- let's let's put that tired accusation to bed. I wouldn't. We know he did. We knew, we do not know he did. Mitchell he was, report. He was not in the yeah, Mitchell I, report. I, I you you,
2: have, you haven't time. seen the full report. He, he was not in the Mitchell you report. You haven't seen it. I have seen
0: it. Yeah, yeah you've seen it. I have seen it.
2: Inside access over here. No, folks. the Mitchell
0: report was posted on the internet.
1: Yeah, I don't no. know whether he did him or not. It
0: is so I can look it up right now. After
1: Paul's people got a hold of it. He is freakishly big. I'll say that. Yeah, he's he's always <laughs> been freakishly big. Exactly. So I don't know. Does I don't that know must know. walk he's on the treadmill. Benefit no. of the doubt.
0: No. Well, let's, well, This is America, where you're innocent until proven guilty. Let's turn. Let's it, not. Right. Let's turn well, it how, over. How, how yeah. do you know? Did um,
2: he? Did he tell you?
0: He never failed a, a test one let's, time. Yeah, I'm not condemning.
2: Let's turn this oh, over. It was a, it was a joke. For so testing purposes, that's how you know.
0: Well, I'm saying he never failed one test. There's never been an accusation or or anyone claiming to have seen him take anything inappropriate. Let's, let's turn this anything. over
2: to our resident steroid expert. <laughs> Go ahead, Rich. <laughs> Wait, Rich, how are you? The resident steroid. It takes a lot of steroids. I, I, when I got that shot for my hip, it was a steroid um, like shot. Okay. You know, and ever since then, well, I've been you the would be the most ex- you would be the most experienced <laughs> person with
0: steroids at this, at the, on this podcast. So. Rich
2: Juice Vasallo. <laughs> Is there any way that you can like? Pass the test and still have taken steroids. Yeah, other yeah. people pee in the cup for you. I mean, so Frank. As somebody, yeah, somebody. He definitely did.
0: I mean, th- there was a guy who played, well, a prominent player for the Mets. Yeah, uh, you know, Mike Piazza that had he was accused. swirling accusations, yeah. but it was he was never, never failed a test, never proved anything. Was right. never on. He was on the Mitchell report. He did him, but he was not. You know he did him they basically were accusing him based on the fact that he had pimples on his back
1: i'm not saying it was habitual use but he because he
0: had bacne they were saying that he uh that's clear evidence of uh steroid use interesting and did, there was a time they, in my I'm life sure. that um <clears throat> apparently that accusation could have been levied at me even though i took no steroids i had some bacne uh so thanks for sharing
2: i like that <laughs> you know
1: man yeah, i never heard that how do you feel about that
2: rich I
1: don't have that. Are you sure? It changes his whole perception. Yeah, I mean, of you tend to sure. always be w- to, wearing a shirt I, around I this. find
0: it interesting, Frank, that even jokingly, that you jump on the bandwagon. I only Puholt, was following
1: up on Hookie's comment that just that to Puholt be funny. That would be... I not, have no yeah. idea. So so, I, so so,
2: these days, anybody I, could have done it. He got the there stuff was a time from period, Ryan Yes,
0: th- There was a time period, yes, that anybody could have done it, but not anymore. Yeah. And Hookie's just bitter because his favorite Yankee... Is a clear juicer and you don't even know
1: user. who my favorite Yankee is. Hey Rod, you've made it clear.
2: No, I, I think he's the greatest third baseman of all the time. Yeah, okay. oh my, my favorite which is also wrong. No, your favorite <laughs> Yankee currently
0: plays shortstop for the Phillies. <laughs> no, I don't. Are you, are you a fan of the of Jeter? Is that your favorite Yankee? No, I thought I thought the Phillies shortstop
2: was your favorite so much to I choose do from. like him a lot, okay? But he's not my favorite. Hey Posada. Okay, who's your favorite Yankee hook? I really liked Robbie Cannell for a long time. Mm.
0: What
1: do you know? Yeah, he was a great Met too. Not yeah. Well, yeah.
0: my favorite it, was it's a rough speaking organization, of Peds. My favorite was the Jimmy
1: Fallon uh, sketch
0: when he first came back. Who's that? Jimmy Fallon is a late night uh, talk show host.
1: Why do you just fall into that every time? You know he knows who he okay. is,
0: um,
2: and. He, he had the a listeners need to know. He
0: had a like a screen set up outside of Yankee Stadium and he was interviewing Yankee fans as they were coming into the game as the as the Mariners were playing the Yankees in Yankee Stadium for the first time. And he kept because Robinson Cano had signed a big money deal with the Mariners as a free agent and that's the yankee fans were filing in he was interviewing them and asking them what they thought of of robinson cano and they were like he's a traitor he's such a, you know turncoat what a benedict arnold and you know I talking I don't think anyone
2: in new york said that and benedict arnold and they're pull, basically talking the
0: talking all kinds of smack about about robinson cano right. and then Robinson Cano steps out from behind this big screen, and it's amazing how the Yankee fans like fawned all over him, were telling, like, wanted to hug him and tell him how much they missed him. And and it was uh, very humorous. Okay. So, yeah.
1: So, the All Star game basically, American League 1 3 2, yawn, yawn. (sighs) No scoring after the fourth inning. Yeah. The the National League got one hit until the eighth. Right. So, not a whole lot of offense. I mean, which, you know. Pitching, if you're a purist, you can appreciate pitching. But uh, they, they, they try to liven up the game by interviewing players during the game, including pitcher and his a pitcher and his catcher at the same time. It didn't do anything for me. I don't know why. Um, Nestor Cortez was kind of entertaining, I guess, just because of his personality. Well, the fans really seemed to
0: get, it, get into the home run derby uh, the night before. Yeah, that was they, more exciting than the game. They seemed to really enjoy... The camaraderie and the way the players even interacted—that there was one thing I really liked about it was the healthy respect that the other players showed to Albert mm-hmm. Um And uh, I, I love to see those kind of things. I love to see the younger players uh, tip the hat and pay homage to those who have gone before them and sort of pave the way.
1: No, I agree. That was good. And
0: um, so I, I'm a fan of of Albert Pujols. Uh, Albert Pujols claims to be a, a, a Christian mm-hmm. and has gone out of his way to do a lot of really good things in the communities in which he's played in, uh, especially with the mentally handicapped people in the communities in which he's played in. Um, Albert Pujols married a lady who um, had a, a mentally challenged uh, child, and um, he just you know loved her and and her child. And went out of his way to really get involved in that community in St. Louis and then again in Los Angeles and Anaheim when he was out there with the Angels. So um, I just really have a lot of respect for him. What's your thoughts
2: on Albert Pujols? I think he took steroids. (laughs) (laughs) I've already expressed that. (laughs) You don't have anything positive to say about him? I can't really think of anything. I mean...
0: Well, supposedly when physique? supposedly when his well, son what steroids does when his son uh, was old, rich. Supposedly when his son was old enough, his son uh, was not permitted to attend the prom at his school. Um, this his school had made some sort of a rule that he, he that he was not allowed to attend. His son went to public school, the mentally handicapped one, and Albert Poolholes actually paid for the entire mentally handicapped community that his son was a part of to have their own prom. And he paid for them to have tuxes and the Mm -hmm. girls that have dresses and get their hair done and makeup and and, um, limousines and the whole nine yards. And it really was a beautiful thing. And I just really,
1: um, I do remember that story. I'm
0: a big fan of Albert Pujols. Yeah, Um, obviously. Yeah. So, even though he never was a Philly or anything like that, I just always really enjoyed him and, and, and really enjoyed he still could pulling be. for him. I, this is going to be his last year. So. You don't know that? So
1: I don't know everything about Pujols or what led to it, But and maybe this will be edited if you don't choose to want this in, but didn't he just leave his wife well, he, after finding out she had brain cancer?
0: Well, I guess he was with her when they found found out she had brain cancer and... Um, the, he he is in the process of divorcing. Or divorcing. Her. I shouldn't yeah. say he left her. But. Yeah, he's in the process. But that was a strange one, right? Especially they're in the process of getting a di- getting divorce, and I don't it, it know. It wasn't
1: good optics. No, no, definitely not. Um, but um, strange story. I didn't. I don't know the whole. I I
0: story have I it. have heard someone say, and I don't know this to be true or false. So I'm take it take it for what you will. But supposedly, the person was saying that her condition has turned her into a very nasty person ah. that she's very difficult to be around and to be with because of her condition yeah. and and what it has done to her brain functions and the way she acts and interacts with yeah. things and so and i'm not justifying it's weird stuff but it definitely knowing what a big heart he has and how much he did love his wife at least at one point and stuff and, and her family and and so it is a little surprising, but yeah. Of course, the media is all over it. Sure, you know, but uh, any time to take down someone. So the U.S.
1: Uh, to me, it, I guess because it's because it is what it is, an exhibition game and such. I'd love to see lots of scoring in the game. I I'd, like I'd like to see that more than a three-two game. I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I you know, I, I just think it was a value. poor it was a poor showcase for the game.
1: Yeah, but and 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 again, I think the the microphones on the players is sort of gimmicky to me they they do yeah, it um, i don't mind that in an exhibition season. game I, I really don't they i do thought a regular it was season big... too It's special yeah. game, sunday night games i think Yeah, but it's only like one
0: person for yeah, each team an
1: outfielder typically
0: but on on this one every single player including pitcher and catcher were all mic'd up
1: so, oh i didn't know they were all mic'd up yes every
0: single player was all mic'd up interesting so um yeah, you know, I mean I'm I am i am I say it's okay to try those things and, and be gimmicky that way Baseball in an exhibition is that game. Way, anyway. Um so, you know, but I didn't I didn't mind that, but it's just to me it just wasn't a great showcase for for yeah. the highest level talent of the game.
1: Okay.
0: Hook, what's your what do you think about heading into the the it's a little more than a third of the season that's left? Um and it's 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 for what baseball for baseball it's it's be, we're beyond the halfway point point and there's a little more than a third of the season left and as we're heading into that what what do you, are you looking so what's fortunate? that
2: like five eighths five eighths would be more than half yeah but less than a third right or I said a little more than a third train, a little more than
1: a third freight train run like, out of control eleven
2: 16th <laughs> I'm gonna need a measurement then.
0: Hook, sixteenths, eight is half. If it's eleven sixteenths, that's. Oh my word. You said more well, than he's half. No, that is a
2: carpenter. You said more than half.
0: I said, I said it's. We're more than half, yeah. and we have about a little more than a third of the season left.
2: A little more than a third. Right. So five eighths would have been accurate. Okay, just for a
1: whole Okay,
0: so, hook. What are you looking forward to? And I want to I
2: want to give a legitimate answer to your question. In the
0: rest of the in the rest of the major league baseball season,
2: <laughs> I'm looking forward to it being over. Like nobody's watching it. Like but let's get like the playoffs. Do you not like the Yankees? Yeah, but the Yankees will be in the playoffs. Like let's get the season over and start playing postseason baseball now. I mean, who cares about like what the Phillies and Mets are doing? Like let's talk about I mean, playoffs. Clearly teams. not you. But
0: Hookie, in the last ten games, your Yankees are three and seven. And yeah, the they're last 10 they're games. tired
2: of their year season too.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: Um Frank, what are you looking forward to in the in the second half, well, well more little less than sec, half the season?
1: Well, I'm certainly h- hoping that my Mets can hold on and uh, win a division. I'd love to see them acquire some more good players. They just got uh I forget the guy's name already from the, Pittsburgh. Vogel, they made it,
2: Yeah, Rothelsberger?
1: Vogel something or other. Right. He's a home run hitter who doesn't hit for average and he only hits right-handers. And you know, I Jeremy also only say it. it's women. I also learned. Oh, ouch. oh, I also learned the player that gave up was a promising reliever, and that's what they need. So I'm not sure about the move, but anyway.
0: Well, basically, they gave up a lottery ticket for for a guy that there. zero zero. The, the Mets gave up a lottery ticket guy who was in uh, double A. A reliever in Double A for a guy that's I just watching. Ma- major league roster, a guy on the Batteries major league guy. roster. So,
1: uh, yeah, but I, I don't, I don't. The pitcher that they gave up was showing a little bit of promise, so it wasn't. It was kind of a puzzling trade. But anyway, they got a guy with some power, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where the Mets and Braves battle goes, and if the Mets can hold on and win the division. So, you asked what I'm looking forward to. Mets are having a good season, uh, hoping it continues.
0: Right, I, I look at the standings, and I'm really excited to see what what happens with the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros sh- seem to really be playing very well. You're right really now. excited about that. I, I am. I, I I can't hear it in your voice. Well, the Phillies. I mean, the fi- the Phillies. <laughs> I'd like them to maintain over 500 and continue to play. Uh, winning baseball, so that'd be a big step in the right direction for them. If they can uh, right now they're sitting in uh, in the last wild card spot in the national league. and if they can make the playoffs out of that wild card spot, I'd be pretty excited you about never that. No. so I don't think they have any chance of doing anything in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. just getting a taste of the playoffs would be, uh, really sweet as a Phillies fan. Maybe if their we,
1: goalie stands on his head.
0: Well, we've been down for so long. <laughs> it'd be really nice to have Listen, a taste of success. You got to
1: get there first, and then you never know,
0: right? So, so th- that's you know, and then I'd like to see what ha- wh- whether the Yankees are able to right the ship. Um, what are they going to do? Supposedly, the Yankees have a couple of different targets. Uh, in terms of starting pitching that they're going to go after here at the trade deadline, the trade deadline is about a week and a half away. Um, so the the Yankees are supposedly after, uh, hot and heavy after the pitcher, starting pitcher from uh, the Cincinnati Reds that p- pitched in the All-Star game, and then uh, Frank's former pitcher, Sonny Gray. No, not Sunny Gray. Uh, Frank's former pitcher who p- uh, pitched Noah Syndergaard no- is out there with the Los Angeles Anahe- Angels of Anaheim. And supposedly he's on the trade block. So w- wouldn't that be interesting for him to return to New York just in a Yankees uniform instead of a Mets?
1: Well, talking about the Yankees, though, Soto, the uh, slugger for Washington, it has been made clear that the uh, Nationals are willing to trade him. And the Yankees are certainly a candidate. And it's interesting to think because if they go after Soto, it says something about where they are with Judge, which, you know, uh, I think the Yankees have a decision to make. Judge is 30. Not that that's old. Soto is 23 years old. So they might make a run for him. And if they do, I think the writing's on the wall for Judge to be gone. I don't. I think they can have both of them. That's how I don't think they will, though. That's how deep the pockets are of the Yankees. We shall see as they say. Well, I mean, I
0: think that'd be a big mistake. Uh, I think it, it might be a good move in terms of on the field, but it'd be a huge PR hit because of all the players on the Yankees, uh, Aaron Judge is by far the most uh, fan friendly and the fans uh, like him the
1: best. do will love Soto equally. I'm being serious. Uh, fans care about winning world series, especially in New York uh, with the Yankees. So I think they'd be more than thrilled to have Soto on their team and especially if he stays healthy, which has been Judge's issue. I'm curious if Hookie wants to chime in on this or not, since he's a Yankee fan. Yeah, I don't think they're going after Soto. You don't think they'll even try? No, no, I don't think.
2: I I don't think the Yankees have, in the recent years, gone for high-dollar position players as much as they've been trying to land pitchers recently. Right, the
0: Yankees have the third-best minor league system in all of baseball, and they definitely have the minor league talent, to, uh, that a team like Washington would be looking for in a trade for Soto. But it would pretty much gut their minor league system.
1: Yeah. Judge, and those are not built overnight. Judge is going to come with a huge price tag, especially because of the year he's having. And he's shown that he has trouble staying on the field.
0: Yeah, but Soto has already turned Well, And Soto missed almost well three quarters of last year with an injury.
1: Yeah, what was that injury? Three quarters or that's five. Relevant eights. what the injury was because he's twenty-three.
0: I forget what the injury was. It might have been a knee, is, is what pops yeah. in my mind, right. but I'm not sure. It's so a point though. Um, he missed three quarters of last year, and um, and he turned down four hundred and forty million dollars over fifteen years. So I mean, it's not like it's going to be easy to sign him. That's why I say it's one of the other. So yeah. So anyway, <laughs> moving on from baseball. Is to that all right? It. Was that all right with you, Hook?
2: Yeah, I was just wondering where we're headed now. We're
0: gonna we're gonna transition
1: over R- into roadmap.
0: the into the the NFL, and when
1: we transition, oh. I turn it over to my friend Frank. Okay, so I've got my writing here, you know. We hold this podcast here in Dan's basement. Where? It's in Easton, oh. uh, really Forks Township, technically, and he set up this palatial studio for us here in his basement. Frank, he please set it don't up.
0: please don't give up the. Uh, the location <laughs>
1: where I lived. Well, I mean, I didn't give the address. I'm just saying, please don't. You know, g- he drives a, a you know. <laughs> yeah, so.
2: License plate number. <laughs> but, you know, this is,
1: this, we used to do the podcast. Where did we do the podcast before? We did it in Easton 2 at, at the Fox Brothers Alarms warehouse. warehouse. Yes. And so I'd like to take a minute to tell you about Fox Alarms, Fox Brothers Alarms. A local alarm company that's been family-owned and operated in the Lehigh Valley for fifty plus years. Hookie, they've it's been almost doing as old as Rich. They've been doing it quite a while. Um, that's since 1972. And uh, I'd like to tell you about their core value statement. They bring integrity, security, experience, quality, reputation, and solutions to every job they do. So your safety is their number one priority, and. They don't take security lightly. So, what do they do? They do burglar alarms, fire alarms, security alarms, access control, automatic services, auto- automatic services. What are they, Dan? It's like a card swipe.
0: Well, ah. it's uh, we we refer to that as access control.
1: Okay, and remote services as well. I got this right off their website, just for, for the record. Television. Yeah, I see. They serve in protecting homes and businesses in eastern Pennsylvania and western New Jersey. You get a free evaluation. So, to get started in protecting your home and business, you can do two things. First, you can give them a call. You can dial 1-800-FOX-BROS. B-R-O-S. 1-800-FOX-BROS. When you do that, you want to ask for? Mark. Dan's brother. That invited Rich over for dinner. That's right, and not us. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you can go you can go on the internet and go to www.foxbrothersalarms.com www.foxbrothersalarms.com and get started in securing the things that need protection. This is for homes and businesses, just so you know. And you can also follow them on Facebook. They have a Facebook page, so go to Facebook, punch in Fox Brothers Alarms, and the page will pop up, tell you all about Fox Brothers Alarms, or if you don't want to do it those other ways what else we have an email and it relates to this program we are on Facebook too Dan wants me to point out that we're on Facebook too again just go to Facebook and punch in Sports Fellowship with Fox and Frank and everything relating to this program is on the Facebook page you'll see Hookie's picture first and foremost when you open the page just for the record good marketing uh, even the podcasts themselves are there but, yes, we have an email, and we like to communicate this way. It's sportswithfoxandfrank at gmail.com. sportswithfoxandfrank at gmail.com. And when we talk about the email, we ask Rich a question.
0: Well, before we do that, just want to preview that coming up, I know this is a little more than a month away, but we are going to have the, the third, third annual Sports Fellowship with Fox and Frank Survivor Pool.
1: Nice. Uh, coming up. Who we, won that last year? was not me. Curious.
2: Who's who who's oh, I lifeguard for was that? me. Who's <laughs> what?
1: Who who who's the lifeguard for that? The Survivor the survival Pool? Survival yeah. pool. Yeah.
2: Well, they lose a lot of people.
0: They yeah. lose a lot of people, whoever the lifeguard is. We're not is.
1: allowed to call it the other thing. Right. So Well, pool would still be in it. Right. Yes. But
0: so we are looking forward to the sports fellowship with Fox and Frank Survivor Pool. Um and, and who did win it? Apparently Frank did. I did. And Congratulations, Frank. Thank you. So I should get a text. We're going to uh we're gonna do that again and look forward to you participating. All you have to do is send in your pick each week. We'll explain it a little more thoroughly as we get close to it. But the winner, whoever merges victorious, like Frank did last year, receives a thirty dollar gift card. Whoa, of their it's going choice. down? No, it's always been a thirty dollar gift card. I
2: thought it was fifty.
0: I 50. thought it was fifty. It's it's not fifty? A $50 gift Inflation's card Inflation's running money. the wrong way.
1: That <laughs> 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 was almost too easy. A I $50 it was a gift card of your choice. Okay.
0: So, yeah, $50 gift card of your choice. Thanks, guys.
1: Um, hey, I'll, Rich! I'll put in 10.
0: Do we get any emails? Uh,
2: y- I don't know. What type of emails I'm are you not, looking for? I got for? a lot of texts. Well, did we get
0: any emails from that one particular person?
2: Uh, I'm sorry, we did not get any emails from that particular person.
1: Frustrating. Yes, it is. (laughs) Like,
0: she took hookie with her to a wedding. To Panama. To Panama? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Rich. (laughs) I get it, he's better looking than I am. (laughs) But, I mean,
1: come on. Which isn't easy to do, when you think about it. Anyway, so we get any emails, Rich?
2: Uh, we got three emails. Okay. Right? One soccer report. Okay. Ugh. One anonymous email. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right.
1: And. What is with this anonymous? What stuff? was the last one? Again? Anonymous. Should have been Rusty. Anonymous. It was Rusty. Anonymous. So. Uh, anonymous.
2: An- anonymous. <laughs>
0: <coughs> so. Oh, did you forward them to us? Yes, I did. Okay. I I don't have the opportunity to go ahead. So whenever you're ready, Frank.
1: The first one is from Rusty and Josh Hooks. It says, Golf Recap. The Open was this past week, and Cameron Smith was the winner. He had a rough day, a rough day three, but went crazy low day four. How rough is a day on the golf to course? To upset the fan favorite Rory McIlroy. Well, he shot an eight under par, yeah, but he was golfing all day. That's know, not a but, rough day. But on on that's what people do on vacation. He didn't play very well,
0: is what he meant. Yeah, at no,
1: least phrase it that way. But then that.
0: he had an eight under par, which is almost unheard of in the round <laughs> uh, at the at the uh, the Open Championship.
1: Cameron Smith was down two strokes going into the final round and went on a five hole birdie streak to take the lead and never looked back. Rory played conservative, and it haunted him, ending up third place. Cameron Young eagled the final hole to beat Rory and came in second. That was from Rusty and Josh Hooks. That's their golf update.
0: Yeah, Australian uh, winner there in the, the Open Championship. So,
1: Since we're on the subject of golf, did you want to throw in a little attaboy there? for?
0: Yeah, speaking of golf, Rusty, Rusty Hooks, who is Josh Hooks's uh, one and only son, he is 15 years old, and he played in a, a tournament in York, Pennsylvania, and he played very well on Monday.
2: How, how long does it take to get to York from here? It takes a little less than two hours. But they were coming from Virginia. I heard it was roughly an
0: hour. I initially estimated that it would take me a little more than an hour to get there.
2: And this is the guy in charge of the roadmap, people.
0: <laughs> and I was proven to be incorrect. When oh, I typed Dan. it into my g- wow. into my gyps. You don't hear those words very often from Dan.
2: Yeah, he doesn't say them, but he's wrong all the time.
0: <laughs> wow. That's harsh. So I typed it into my gyps. And my gyps told me it was gonna take me two hours and twelve minutes. And I was like
2: Yes, oh okay. And
0: I was I was like, "Eh, I don't I don't think it's gonna take that long. But it did take me just under two hours. But anyway, without the golf. So yeah, Rusty was playing in a tournament of players ages fifteen to nineteen, and there were seventy six total players. How old? He's fifteen. There was 76 total players in the in the tournament, and at the end of the first day, Rusty shot a one under 71, which was the very best he's ever done in a golf good. tournament, and he was in sixth place. And then at, at the end of the second day, he shot a one over 73, so he was even par for through the first two days of the tournament, and he was in 11th place. And then things kind of fell apart a little bit on him. on day three, and day three, he shot a seventy-five. Uh, and then he finished the the turn. He made the cut, which was wonderful. Uh, half the field uh, it does not make the cut, and he was out. The uh, half the field was out after the after the third day. And so he played on the fourth day, but he did not play well. He finished thirtieth out of seventy-six. Participants, uh, which is excellent, and he yeah. he, he is uh, definitely a very good golfer. Especially
1: being a fifteen-year-old, correct? Among, you know, fifteen and nineteen—that's impressive. Good job, Rusty. Good yeah. for you. And
0: the best part for me was just on. I went out on Monday and had the opportunity. Basically, we weren't really allowed to interact with Rusty a whole lot. We had to stay on the golf on the golf uh, path on the cart path, and we weren't really allowed to interact with him. I mean, we could talk to with him briefly, but. Could um, you talk smack if you wanted to? Yes, but I did not. So yeah, what we really know,
1: no. what we've learned from this, is that Dan let his friend down, and that if he had been there, maybe Rusty would have even won the tournament.
0: Well, that he I went the first day. Should when have caddied. Shot, when he, they're not allowed to have caddies. Yeah, that's weird. Um, really? Yeah, they're not allowed to have caddies. They all have their clubs on like a little tricycle, and they push it around. Tricycle. They pedal it? No, it's like a little tricycle. <laughs> it's a three-wheel yeah. thing. It's called they, a golf cart. A no, a, a golf cart there has four are wheels. manual
1: golf carts.
0: Anyway, so he uh, had had
2: that. And, and there's manuals for golf. Carts. The
0: best part of it was walking around and talking with Josh and just catching up and spending the day walking nice. around talking with him. So All yeah, right. then we went to dinner and we were. It was a hot day on Monday and we had worked up quite a thirst, even though we had several drinks throughout the day. You know, Gatorades and waters and stuff. But when we got to the restaurant, we were just dying of thirst, and our waitress was taking forever to get our drinks to us. Oh and when, we, when they did, we basically said, just keep them coming. Did you right? die of thirst? We, pound, we, we pounded our drinks mm. down, the first three versions of them.
2: You drove home then? It so, was, so it was It, hot. it was
0: not alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I and did drive drink. home, but there was no alcohol in my in my bloodstream. All right. So yeah, it was great fun. And Rusty, we will continue to watch. Hopefully, you get yeah. that scholarship offer to LU that you're uh, searching for. Want to
1: Take some lessons from Rusty. And, yeah. Well, he's because if I shot one under, I'd be buying drinks in the clubhouse. Well, trust he, me.
0: He was very, very good, and he really wants to get a scholarship to play on the LU golf team, and uh, Liberty University. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. And rich,
2: Rich gives golf golf lessons.
0: Uh, I think Rusty's a little beyond Rich. You think so? I do. I
1: heard he's pretty good.
0: So anyway, that oh, was fun. We're,
2: we're back okay. to running Rich's name through the mud. Next email. Next email. That, that's over fifty years of experience
1: over there, Dan. This is from anonymous.
2: <laughs> okay, this is an, our, an
1: this anonymous. Starts listener. off saying baseball. Hey guys, what you have talked. In, I know that you have talked in the past few episodes about the shift in baseball and how it can both help but mostly harm the game. If I'm not mistaken, the powers that be are legislating the elimination of the shift for next season. The question that I have is this. If the All-Star Game is supposed to be a showcase for the game, and Frank pointed out that it is the only real and best All-Star type event in any of the major sports, why in the world would they allow defenses to put on the shift in the All-Star Game? It is supposed to be a showcase, fun for the fans, and an exhibition game. I look forward to hearing your answer, especially you, Frank. Dan, you are amazing, and I always wow. agree with everything you say. Wow! Down with Hookie. Duke stinks. Anonymous. Whoa. I think I know who wrote this.
0: Fire! Wow,
1: Dan, yeah. how, how long did it take take to type that?
0: Why would I type uh, my own message? Yeah, why would Dan do that? When because I could just bring it here.
2: Because that's and how, put it, how it you in the roadmap. It. That's how you would do it. You wouldn't put it in the roadmap.
0: So, Frank, what do you think?
1: So, I'll say this. The players and the coaches and managers, they want to win the game. The thing about the uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game, it's different than the other sports, is that the players are actually able to go out and try give mostly their best, uh, apart from wanting to get injured. And uh, they're going to try to win the game. So, shifting and all that kind of stuff, as long as it's still part of the game, is part of that strategy will still play a role because the teams are playing, are playing to win. I agree with the emailer in that... Um, <laughs> what a shocker. <laughs> he agrees with himself. <laughs> Go ahead. Whoa. Go ahead, Hey, Toki said it. Frank is too funny. <laughs> Whoa. Frank,
2: Frank is like shocker. <laughs> um,
0: no, I think if you're going to play an exhibition game, that has no actual con- consequences, and it's a showcase game where you're bringing in the very best players. That you you want to encourage offense, and you want to see players get hits. I don't disagree. You want to see players, you know, put put runs on the board. And you want to see, you know, balls go through for hits and stuff like that. And I want to see them with their – to use their mm. talents, especially going against the very best pitchers in Major League Baseball. So I, I, I think that the shift is silly for uh, for an all-star game.
1: Well, I agree with you, but I'm giving my answer as to why they don't do it, which is I believe the players
0: – Well, want I think, to
1: I'm okay with players trying and trying
0: to win, yeah. but, I mean, to me – it. It's almost like supposedly they used juiced balls for the All Star Game. Oh, pull holes balls. Heard that. Supposedly, well, clearly
1: when Giancarlo Stanton hit his home run, the ball was juiced. Well,
0: I'm just I, and they used them for the home the run derby Carlos. and for the and for the game itself yeah. because they were trying to encourage offense. Yeah, and I don't understand. I, I, I agree with the, the emailer in that <laughs> if you're trying to encourage offense. Why would you? I mean, it doesn't have to be this let's make a rule and say there's no shifting, but just have like a wink wink just agreement do with the managers, and the manager just say to the guys, Come on, just play your regular position. Don't, yeah, you know. I
1: happen to agree with you, but I'm just giving my answer as to why. What do you think, Hook? Uh, I
2: didn't even notice that they shifted in the all star game because I didn't watch it. Um, but, yeah, if it's a rule and it's a game, you should be able to do it. Then why are they allowed
0: then, to use the, the the balls that are not they're not allowed to use during the regular season uh, in the All-Star Well, games? you
2: said that. I don't know that. You said they're allowed to. Like, if, if where, you want to take the shift that, that make a rule that it's Dan not.
0: Patrick was talking about it.
2: Okay. Make a rule that you can't use the shift, and then they won't do it. But if if, it's a, if they're they allowed to do it, why wouldn't you do it? But they're not allowed to use the, the juiced balls. But, uh, you, but you said they were allowed to for the All-Star Game.
0: Right, but they are allowed so they to did. in the All Star Game. Right?
1: Well, they were also going to do a home run derby if the game was tied in the ninth. Right, so that would be fun. that's not normal. Right, so you know they do they do to your point they do change things for the All Star Game. Right, and I just think that again
0: I don't think it has to be this proclamation from the commissioner. I think saying we are throwing out the shift for it can just be kind of like a hush hush, wink wink agreement.
1: Thankfully, to be gone next year, or at least on some level, right. But
2: I, I just—I'm a big fan of the shift. I hate it.
0: I, I just thought it was a, a missed opportunity. You're I, not I'm, a big fan of the shift. No, I love the shift. I from Why? a from a, a purist perspective, I'm more of a baseball purist, and I'm for the, the guys trying to hit the ball the other way. But but the the way the game has evolved, they, ref, they the players refuse to hit the ball the other way.
1: I've seen more of it this year, at least as a Mets fan. I've seen more of it in games they've played. Well, so. around baseball, there's not more of it. Oh, there are plenty so, of guys who are just not capable of it, which is sad. And, you can't bunt either.
2: Right. And so I just... As a pitcher myself, I'm a big fan of the shift.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> another great um, ability we've learned about him. We've you... uncovered uh, another we, great nugget.
2: We've talked about this in the past. Great but guy.
1: I'm just saying that,
0: I, th- you know, baseball... I made the comment yesterday, the other day to you, Frank, that I'm not necessarily a baseball fan. I'm a Phillies fan. And I find that the game with, with the shift and stuff makes it less exciting. Yeah, I don't
1: like it at all. And I'm with you.
0: I understand the point of it. And part of me being a baseball purist says learn to hit the ball the other way. When I was a kid growing up, the coaches used to always say hit them where they ain't. Um,
1: and the shift isn't new.
0: Right. I mean – well, Ted Williams was shifted against. Right, it's not as exaggerated as it is to now. I mean, with I now they're using sleep.
2: they're even using short fielders and stuff like that in the outfield. I just think it's amazing. This email came in right when Dan wanted to get all this off his chest. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, the All Star Game was this week. <laughs>
1: okay, the next one. There's another one. Uh, Ready? Wow. A football question. Uh, now we Top ten quarterbacks. Frank and Dan. With all due respect, you are wrong on the top 10 QB list. Super Bowl winning quarterback Matthew Stafford should obviously be higher on the list. Lamar Jackson should be on the list, and system quarterback Dak Prescott should be off the list. Interesting that you had to point to his leadership and quote-unquote and character as his attributes, but the same is true of most others in the list. I guess average character and leadership shines brighter in Dallas." Anyway, here is the correct list. Okay, so this is another anonymous email. I wonder who might have written it. I have a few guesses. Number one, Rodgers. Why don't you go ten to one? All right, sure. Why don't I? Because I felt like going the other way. Number ten, Kyler Murray. I could see that. Number nine. Excuse me. Lamar Jackson. I think that's... Aaron Gakman. All right, it doesn't say it anywhere. So, that was my guess by the way. Number 9, Lamar Jackson. Number 8, Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited. Number 7, Joey Burrow. Number 6, Matthew Stafford. Number 5, Tom Terrific. Number 4, Mr. Herbert. Number 3, Josh Allen. Number two, Pat Mahomes. Number one, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Um, he's
0: asking about the um, the ranking of...
2: I think we just need to talk about how much disrespect Pat Mahomes has gotten in, in all these
1: lists. Being number two, you mean? Yeah. Take, yeah it's pretty take rough. Take
2: Aaron Rodgers and put him in the okay, A- 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 AFC. Okay, one and one A, A- if you want, see if it makes you feel better. No. You can't even compare Aaron Rodgers to Patrick Mahomes.
1: Right, because he's better than him.
2: He's not even close. Take Aaron Rodgers and put put him in the AFC and see see how many games he Aaron wins. Aaron Rodgers is a better
1: player than
0: Pat Mahomes. Hook, <laughs> I tend to agree with you, but last year Aaron Rodgers was the league MVP. In which in which which
2: conference? Wasn't it two? Years I mean, in for a the row? whole league, but but which conference is he playing? He plays in the NFC. Wasn't it two which years in a row? Or not? It was two years less. In a row. Talented. He's pretty good. You mean the, the
0: league where the Super Bowl champion came from? Yeah, because they had an easy road. But they still won the Super Bowl sure. over the AFC champion? Sure, and they, they had a pretty easy road over there.
1: And how did that champion do against Pat Mahomes?
0: Anyway, so so I actually tend to agree with you, Hook, but I went with number one being, um, being Aaron Rodgers because of the fact that he won the league MVP last year. And an objective person... And I hope you would be willing to be objective enough to agree with me, would say that Patrick Mahomes t- took somewhat of a like small step back last year compared to the player he was the previous two years. Um, his his completion percentage uh, took a dip, his uh, his overall yardage took a dip, and his his touchdowns took a dip compared to the last two years.
2: Yeah, he's still the best quarterback in football, though. Well, that's an opinion. Like he was so far ahead of everyone. No, statistically. And he doesn't get to play in the NFC. It's not so far ahead of Like he doesn't get to play Eagles and Redskins. If and
0: he is ahead of Rodgers, it's not by a lot. Luke, I'm a fan of Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, I'm not as yeah, big a fan like as you either. are. Uh,
2: but I just think it's absurd to have him second on the list.
0: I think because Aaron Rodgers was the league MVP, that's why I accepted him. But oh, in the we're list, not
2: counting the playoffs. The
0: list that we made and the list that ESPN had had Matthew Stafford at six. And Aaron said that Matthew Stafford should be higher, and he put him at six.
1: Yeah. I don't understand. Higher than on what we put him at, I guess. We put him at six. Did we? So, um, okay. Yeah, that is interesting. Um,
0: I, I'm not willing to put... Uh, I'm I'm not willing to put Kyler Murray in there ahead of Dak. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I know the... Uh, uh, an argument can be made that he's a great long ball thrower. That he's got an, he's got exceptional statistics throwing the ball deep, but um, he comes up very very small in and big and big spot. <laughs> ooh, 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 I missed Kyler what you said. Murray.
1: It's too early to put him high on the list, in my opinion. Well, That's I the mean, problem Joe Burrow. I put him high. Joe
0: Burrow is not in the league as long as he's as long as Kyler Murray has. Yeah, been. I know. And, had... and, but he belongs on the list. Josh Allen came in the same year as Kyler as Patrick Katermer.
1: Mahomes has been number right. one for right.
2: multiple years. I so, don't argue Burrow because he I'm just got saying, to a Super Bowl. to me,
1: it, you, it, you can't just say he hasn't been in the league long know, He enough. got to a Super Bowl and was a big reason why. So Josh Allen hasn't. No, but Josh Allen didn't deserve to lose the game he lost. He lost because Debatable. the defense couldn't hold.
0: Well, all what I'm saying is that, in my opinion, if you want to put... I think three's high for Allen. If, if you want to put uh, the... Baltimore quarterback on the list uh, that I'm okay with that but you uh, Dak still belongs on the list at either 9 or 10 um, in my opinion and I think that that's a, a fairly safe and solid uh, projection. Yeah, the problem so, with
1: Jackson being on the list is every time he gets in a playoff spot he comes up small. Well, he does have wait wait, he does
2: have a win in the playoffs. Yeah. What's what, what's Dak doing in the playoffs? Dak I has a win have in the him, playoffs. Cause, cause that's who I we're think I had him
1: with. 10, but I, I didn't right. rank Dak him that high. Dak has a win
0: in the playoffs. Dak is one and I believe, one and three in the playoffs. And I believe that Jackson is one and three in the playoffs as well. I'm
1: not Dak's biggest supporter, even though I'm a Cowboy fan, by the way.
0: I, as I said last week, and Aaron even uh, you know, pointed out, I love Dak as a person. I love Dak's story, and I love him as a leader, but he has come up very small in big spots. Uh, when Dallas needed him to make plays. And so um, supposedly he is in the best shape of his life going into this year and he's completely recovered from his ankle and knee uh, problems. And lost some
1: significant weapons
0: that he ha- and the and the offense is even more dependent on him this year. So this is kind of a put yeah, up we'll see. put up or shut up year for Dak Prescott.
1: I'd have so. to keep Dak ahead of Murray for now just cuz Murray's resume is small uh, That's all. as well as his stature. I think I love Murray's potential. So, all
0: right. <clears throat> well, does anybody have any more NFL stuff with the NFL?
1: Um, I got nothing.
0: Starting next week, we're going to start looking at two different uh, divisions, and we're going to uh, preview two divisions per week in the NFL. So we got that to look forward to as training camps open up around the league. you tell
1: us which divisions or not?
2: Is that like a roadmap?
1: Well, it's going to be part of the road, so I can be prepared. <laughs> so,
2: what's what's a long term? Usually, you surprise
1: us with which divisions and then the I travel plans. You time. don't like it when I surprise you. No, because I don't know all this time to look it up.
2: We're doing two
0: divisions or two teams. Two divisions. We're going to do two divisions a week for four weeks. For four weeks. Yeah. So we're going to cover all eight. That's quite a commitment, oh. Dan. Okay. Anyway, I'm so ready. next week we are going to take a look at the. NFC South. South. The NFC South and the AFC South. All right. Dirty South. So we're going to look at. If I'm not ready, it's my own fault. The AFC and NFC South next week. All right. Okay. So, Hook, would you like to talk about NHL training camp?
2: Yeah. um, (laughs) It's a tough time of year for NHL because it's (laughs) so hot
1: out. (laughs) Um, It's hard to keep the ice frozen. It is. Even indoors. Yep. So, go Rangers. Okay. Thank you for that insight, Hook. <clears throat> A lot of wet socks. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for the hockey Is that
0: season. white socks? Wet Sox. Oh, wet socks. Okay.
1: Oh, sorry. I'm excited. Rangers went deep into the playoffs last year, and after not doing anything for many years, so I'm excited.
2: I'm pumped for the devils.
1: I bet you are. Okay. So, uh,
0: without any further ado, we're going to try to uh, start wrapping this podcast up. And when we do that, mercifully, we, Frank starts talking with us about our church.
1: So if you're listening to this now and you're wondering about why we call this podcast Sports Fellowship, it's the fellowship right here, right? We're all Christian believers, and uh, we believe in the power of God and his love for us. We believe that Jesus died for our sins and that we have a direct line to communicate with him through prayer. And even when we just need to share our struggles, our pain, or even our joys, we believe Jesus is alive, having been resurrected. Another thing we believe is how important it is that we gather with other folks and and worship with him while loving and supporting each other. This is what God has told us we should be doing. We also know that we're supposed to bring the message of Jesus Christ out to the community. Our church is First Baptist Church in Phillipsburg, New Jersey. We're located at 810 Red School Lane. Um, which is in Phillipsburg, New Jersey. And we'd love to see you there uh, on Sunday at 10 o'clock, which is when we meet. And so if you're listening to the podcast and you are in this uh, vicinity, we'd love to see you at church physically. But we also have uh, an online option, too. And when I bring up the online option, I pass it over to my friend Dan.
0: Well if you'd like to you can listen to our church services or watch our church services online uh, live at 10 o'clock in the morning every Sunday on Facebook live, on YouTube live or on our streaming on our church website which is www.fbcpberg.org again that's www.fbcpberg.org. And you can uh, listen to and watch our services there. And uh, you can make comments, at least on YouTube Live. you can. Com- there's a comment section on the side. Uh, who could you ever commented on that?
2: I have not. Okay. I just text Rich.
0: Okay. All right. I was just wondering, because I know sometimes you watch the services, and I didn't know if you, you commented on there. I text wh- Rich, what ca-
2: and he tells me why Dan's shaking the camera.
0: Could you tell me, like, have you ever seen the comment section? No. Okay. All right. Um, so I've commented.
1: Okay. During you know the
0: pandemic. Sure. I was just wondering what kind of comments people put on there and stuff. But hello, uh, church. Well, I, obviously during the pandemic we were all uh, watching uh, watching online, but um, occasionally I, like, recently... I'll say I'll
1: say this, Dan. Occasionally, somebody will comment on there and mention an issue or something, and uh, okay. I've seen that on the comments. So okay. sometimes bring their burdens to us.
2: Like the camera's shaking.
1: Are you saying
0: that
2: I'm so fat that when I walk past the camera, it shakes? I'm Is not that, saying that. Blind? I'm saying that's the explanation I got. When oh, I asked. oh,
0: <laughs> oh wow. Um, so anyway, we would really love it if you'd uh, tune in and, and um, watch our services live. But if you can't, if you can't make that happen, um, all of our services, at least the audio and video versions of them, are available on our church website. Uh, Again, that's www.fbcpburg.org, And we would really encourage you to go on there. If you go on there and if you have a burden or if you have a need or uh, need somebody to pray for you or uh, a need that you'd like us to to try to help you with, you can fill out um, on the website what's called our communication card. And we would really love to if you did that. Um you can stay anonymous if you choose. Uh if you have like a prayer request or a burden on your heart you just like us to pray for you. Uh we'll be happy to do that. Or if you'd like to fill it out and have someone reach out to you, you can do that too. Um and please, you know, we're here t- uh and and we're online in order to try to be a blessing to people. And so please take advantage of that opportunity and fill out that communication card online.
1: Yep, we love sports, but we love Jesus more and we'd love to see you. At uh, our church on Sunday, we want to shout out our friend Victor, cuts my lawn, who literally
0: said to me the other night, "How's Huki doing?" I said, "I haven't heard from Hook in a little while." because you don't invite me in podcast, and he said, and he said, and "Well, he didn't come tell to Saturday him, Club, tell Hookie that I said hi and that I miss him." That's right. Also, Agata. Was, that's what he said to me.
1: Who and, is quite well, the maybe he
0: should come to Saturday Club.
1: Agata, who's quite the baker now. Yeah. Pretty prolific Yeah
0: she does bake very well She was making zucchini bread the other night When we were there
1: And of course Sean and Erin who we love
0: Yeah so we want to shout them out, uh, and we want to thank you, our listeners, for putting up with us and all, Both of, our, you. all of our silliness. Both. Uh, I want to thank Rich for pushing all the bright buttons and yeah, making us look and sound, buttons, sound, all right. sound, sound uh, as good as we can. Uh, thank Hook for coming. We always enjoy always having him with
1: us. gracing us with his presence. I want to thank
0: Frank for uh, being my friend and be, doing this podcast thanks with a,
1: me. Thanks for the 20 bucks.
0: And uh, without any further ado...
1: May the love of Christ fill your heart. <laughs>
0: Peace! Ah! Football, baseball, tennis, basketball, even sports exotic. Oh. You get guys in soccer and if it's a sport, they've got it. Yeah. They have weird conversations about anything they think. Oh. They have so much in common, it's like their brains are in sync. Twins. We got Fox with the jokes. We got Frank with the knowledge. Oh. They care about all ages. They talk about pro in college. Is. They have that high quality content talking about the teens with their big boy shoes and their big boy
2: dreams on. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, you know who it is. Sports Fellowship. Number one. Follow Fox and Frank now.